are now listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. Welcome, everybody, to the first episode, the inaugural episode of the Dad Rules Podcast featuring me, Mario E., and my main man, Kid. Kid, what's going on? Nothing much, man. Just blessed to be here. Yeah, man. Yeah, very blessed. Very blessed. Crazy blessed to be here. So let's let's get into our first topic on today. Today's episode topic, the title of the episode today is going to be called Love Your Neighbor. Love Your Neighbor. So we're going to talk about what we should teach our kids as dads to love your neighbor. What does that entail? Kid, what do you think about that? Well, you know, loving your neighbor, we can look at it from a lot of different viewpoints. Right. Um, but me being a father of a three-year-old son, and I look how he interacts with other people. I look how he interacts with his friends. And it is so much that us adults can learn from our children when it comes to loving your neighbor. That's right. That's right. Kids have a way of expressing the purest form of love. Kids do not care about your social class. No. They don't care about the color of your skin. There are no hidden agendas. They genuinely love who they love. And with them and their friends, it's just, I love playing with you. I love being around you. And I care about you. And they also show that to us, their parents. You, how many times have you disciplined your child or you might've been upset with, I know I do this with Jonah a lot. Like, go to your room. I'm just, I had enough. You need to go to your room, get yourself together. When you come back, you need to have yourself together. Yeah. Okay? So, yeah. Yeah. you know, kids his age, two and three year olds, you know, they have that temper tantrum sometimes. So I take him to his room, he have his little fit. I go back downstairs and sit down. Sometimes it's about five minutes later and he comes down the steps and he's like, hey dad, what's going on? What you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you got over it already and I'm still like, I'm still need some time away from you. So yeah, yeah. Kids, they just know how to adapt, man. And, and they know how to, um, they know how to adapt and flourish in their environments yeah um, whatever they're given they know how to they know how to work through it so you know that's something that I just picked up from him and how he can be upset and then he can get over it like that and um and also how he continues to show love to you know us as well as um as well as his friends yeah it's a genuine love right it's just yeah. a genuine love yeah yeah so, you know, one of the things I think about, and you know, I, I, you know, I got a son too, he's 11. And I think about how, just how good of a person that, you know, I think that he is. Mm -hmm. I know that recently we had a parent teacher conference and, you know, it was all over Zoom, how, how we have to do nowadays or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, the teachers, we're talking about how his grades were, you know, on par and how, you know, he was doing so much better in school. But the thing that stuck out to me the most 
was that they said that he was a good kid. They talked about how he wanted to help other kids in the classroom, how he loved life, how he was known to, you know, they know that when Israel is coming into the room, he's going to come in dancing and, you know, ready to party, you know, that type of thing. So he, he just has that, that full of life energy in him. He just loves to, to just have fun. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of times, you know, as, as dads, like you said, you know, we want our kids to, our kids are representation of us to a degree. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So as when they go out, you want them to be on their best behavior. Mm-hmm. But one of the things my wife has always told me, she's like, let him be a kid. He's not an adult yet. He's not a teenager yet. Let him be yeah. a kid. So it's one of those things where, you know, I might want to, you know, hey, man, what are you doing? Act right. You know, behave yourself. But I have to stop myself sometimes because, you know, he loves life. He loves to have fun yeah. and he loves hanging out with his friends. He loves doing those things. And he just I mean, he just has like just just full of energy, full of life. And I don't want to take that away from him, even though sometimes, you know, it can I mean, just go beyond. Sometimes it, it can be embarrassing if he's, you know, laying all on the floor because he over a joke or something. I'm like, dude, what are Look, you doing? I mean, chill out. You you're know, talking but- to the father of a three year old man. <laughs> Look, I live in embarrassment sometimes because <laughs> they exactly. just they're going to be them, man. They're going to do what they do. Like they're, they're going to fall out in public and then you're going to have to like, all right, honey, let's just go. And just pick them up in the best way you can and just get them out of there. You know, so I, I can identify what exactly what you're saying. Right, right. And, and you know, one of the things, too, and I, I've come to this conclusion, kid, and I said that a lot of times as parents, the things that we get embarrassed about our kids about, yeah, other parents realize it. And it's not like they're not looking at you a lot of times like as if. Like, what do you get control of your kids? Because I've, <laughs> I've been in the grocery store. I've been in the malls. I've been in plenty of stores. And I've seen kids doing things that my kids have done in the past. And, like, the parents would just be like, oh, my God. They have just look on their face like they're mortified that their kid is, you know, past gas or the kid is, you know, <laughs> loud or whatever. And it's so funny because I just kind of look at it and I'm like, I remember those days. And, yep. like, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed for them. You good. But it's just one of those things. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those things where, you know, and let your kids enjoy life. Let your kids, you know, love their neighbors. You know, one of the things that you said that, that just sparked my interest that, I, that you talked about, you said that your son, he, he loves his friends and he loves being with his friends. And my son does too, right? Now, I'm raising a black son. And I had a, a, a white friend of mine ask me one day, you know, he says, you know, hey, Mario, is is the talk real? And you know what I mean by the talk, right? When you when you have to have that conversation with your son or your daughter, especially your son, and you have to have this talk with them to say, you know, hey, the world may look at you differently at some point, son, because of the color of your skin. Yeah. And I, I told at the time my son was too young, I felt like to, to really have that kind of talk with him, that sit down kind of talk. But I told him this and I, I remember I remember what I told my son, I, my, not what I told my friend. I said, I haven't had that talk with my son at, at that point in time. I said, because my son, his friends are his friends. His friends are Asian. His friends are white. Yeah. His friends are black. His friends are Hispanic. 
all these different races because we interact with various people from various places, parts of the world. And at that time, I didn't want to have to break it to my son that when you grow up and you become this age, people are going to look at you different. I didn't want to do that to my son. I wanted him to just express his love and admiration for his friends versus, you know, taking the blinders off, if you will. You know, I, some people may disagree with that. Feel free to let me know in the comments and all that stuff below. If you if you did it differently and tell us what worked for you. But I know what worked for me was I didn't do that at a younger age with my son. I wanted him to learn to love everybody because inherently I think that's what kids do. I think it's something that we definitely need to talk to our kids about making sure Absolutely. that they are, um, they understand the society that they're living in. Absolutely. Um, they need to understand the social climate that we're in. Um, the things that have been protested about Black Lives Matter and, you know, the things that we have seen with uh, police brutality. I think our, we need to make our kids aware. Um, we need to I mean, help them to make the best decisions that they can possibly. But um, it's, it's, it's a lot of information that we have to tell our kids. And it's a lot of prayer that has to go up uh, to keep our kids safe. And Absolutely. for them to make um, the right decisions because a lot of things that we see on the news and stuff, our kids are, are no better than that. Our kids could fall victim to anything that we have seen on the news, um, any brutalities or anything like that. It, it, it could come to your doorstep. So I feel like education is key um, with letting our kids know the social climate. Um, and that's what fathers do. We, we protect. And if we can advise our kids in any way to make their life better or easier, I think it's our job to do that. Now, you made a great point. You were talking about how, you were talking about how Izzy, you know, has his grades and stuff on par, um, and that's good. But the thing that stuck out to me was you said that how the teachers look at him and how they say that he's a very respectful kid, um, a kid that loves right. life, and he treats everybody fair and with respect. And it brings my mind back to when I was a kid and I was going through grade school and I used to do my work. I did my work, but can mm -hmm. I say that I put forth my best efforts all the time? I didn't. And I was always a kid that wanted to be on the honor roll, you know? Okay. I would work really hard trying to get on the honor roll, but you know, sometimes it just wouldn't happen. My mind would wander. Um, your interests may be a kid. Yeah. So yeah, I remember, you know, having a conversation with my mom and you know, I was frustrated about not making the honor roll. And my mom told me, she said, did you do your best? And I said, yes, I did my best. Um, and she said, that's the only thing that matters. And then she went on to say that, yes, if you can be on honor roll, I would love for you to be on honor roll. She said, but the thing that's most important to me is that you're an honorable student. And mm. yeah. So when mm. she told that, about being that's good that's good you know having respect for others being a stand-up guy being able to stand on your word um that really made me think differently and i was like i need to have integrity about myself you know right. i need to be a person right. that people can depend on 
people that that a person that people feel good about, feel good hey, about kid, being around. Kid, 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 I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm gonna let you finish, but we got to give it up for Mama Kid right now. That's that, hey, that that was good right there. I like that. I'm gonna have to use that with myself. Yeah, I don't care if you're an on on the honor roll. I I care that you're an honorable student. I love that. Yeah, I love yeah. that. That's dope, man. That's so dope. man, like that just drove me, you know, through. And then when I got to high school, I was in the sports and stuff. I was playing two sports, so it was like. Wasn't a whole lot of time, man. Once I got home, man, I would do my homework. I fell asleep doing my homework a lot of times. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it never really, I had good grades and stuff, but I never was consistently an honor roll student. But, you know, that hard work that I had and then those principles that my mom instilled in me when I got to college, man, I got serious about it, you know, because you're paying for it at that point. And, yeah. um, things really turned around and, and really worked out for my good. But man, I, with Jonah, I want him to be an honorable student. Yes. I want him to be, you know, an honor student and everything, but I, it's more important to me that he's an honorable student. That tells me more about me as a father. Right. 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 So, you know, my kids are, are about seven years apart and, you know, we're talking about love. And, and so Asia my daughter is 18. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things my wife and I, we, we've kind of talked to her about on a, on occasion, you know, it's just the, 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 about love period. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to say this, this may be unpopular. Okay. This may be an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Right. All these people who run around here and they think that love is the butterflies that you feel in your stomach or when the endorphins get to running off in your mind and this, that, and the third. Uh Let me tell you something. Love is a choice. Wow. Okay? Love is a choice. You have to choose to love people. Okay? You have to choose to love people. You have to choose to treat people right. I mean, you you have to choose to love to treat people right. You understand what I'm saying? It's, it's, It's more than just a feeling that you get. I mean, the feeling feels good. Don't get me wrong, but love is deeper than that. Love is is. I mean, you 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 have to choose to stay with you know your your spouse. You have to choose yeah. that. Hey, I'm going to work on this relationship. Hey, I'm going to choose to to love this person who is who is maybe unlovable, who may yeah. not like me who I, I'm fully aware of people who don't like me and I have to interact with them on a daily basis sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. you have to love those people anyway. Yeah. And, and you have to teach your kids how to do that. Because if, if you, if you want them to grow up to be, you know, upstanding uh, citizens in the community and all these different things, you, you have to get them to choose to love. Love is more than just this feeling that you get of butterflies. Yeah. It's, it's a choice. You understand yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I understand. So pretty much what you're saying is like, you you take a person that you know can't stand you, you know they don't like you, and you see them coming your way, and you decide to open up the door for them. That's a choice. That's right. That's a it's, choice. That's a choice. So when you see that person that you know can't stand you, and you don't have a problem with them, but you know they don't like you, to tell them, good morning, how are you doing? Those, those are the points that we are making a choice to love people. Now, 
I want to add to that because I know a lot of people have a problem with loving everybody. And it's not those people's fault, but they're trying to love unlovable people. So what do we do when we are in those situations? Because I know a lot of viewers are going to be talking about this. When you know that somebody does not like you, you know somebody doesn't care about you. And these could even be family members. Maybe somebody that has tried to tear up your union between you and your wife. Maybe somebody that has tried to separate you away from your kids. People that we're talking about that are unlovable. But you still got to love them because of the situations that you're in. How do we fix that? How do we handle those type of situations? How do you handle those type of situations? You, to me, you you have to take the high road. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, bro. I'm not trying to sit here and act like holier than thou, that I got it all together, that I'm so perfect. I'm not part. saying that. What I am saying is you have to take the high road because somebody is always watching. And this is the Dad Rules podcast. So we talking about from this perspective of fathers, right? So your kids are watching you. I want to model the behavior for my kids that they see that, hey, dad took the high road. Dad could have resorted to, to, to violence. Dad could have resorted to hating someone. Dad could have resorted to uh, doing something bad. But no, he, he took the road of love. He took the road of, I'm going to do the right thing no matter what. And that's that's the thing that I want to, to make sure that my kids, they see. That they see, you know, that, you know, hey, dad took the high road. He loved people. He he tried to treat everybody right. He, he, he did his best to do that. So to me, you have to do that. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. It, it is difficult. Very, very difficult. But you have to make that attempt. You have to make that attempt to, to love people and to love your neighbor. Yeah, um, I feel like you, to a certain point, man, you got to love the hell out of people. You got to love the hell out of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, kill them with kindness, as they say, yeah, right? Yeah, kill them with kindness. And when you think about how do you combat hate, you combat hate with love. And right. I've heard many times people say, people don't change, people don't change. They stay the same. That's not true. That's not right. true. You can take the most hateful person that you know, and it's giving you such a hard time. But day after day after day, you continue to show them love. How can you hate me and you don't have a reason to hate me anymore? Yeah. Yes, I know it's tough. No, it's not gonna happen overnight. No. But I've seen people in my life that was a thorn in my side. And I loved them and I treated them right. And now I can honestly and truthfully say that they are an asset in my life at this point. Yeah. Because you took the time to love them. Yeah. And you, it sounds to me like you took the time to, to do the right thing, to love them, and you were consistent with their love. Yeah. And they had to see your behaviors, correct? Yeah. So you, and it's the same thing with our kids. We have to show our kids and teach them the same way. We, we have to. And we I feel to. like you know, deep down inside, everybody wants to be loved. At the end of the day, everybody wants to be loved. And sometimes people that have that much hate in them is because they feel like nobody loves them. Right. 
hurt people hurt people. That's right. I mean, we've heard that before. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And you also said love being a choice. And I started thinking about like the love between me and my wife and how when it first starts out, it's like, man, you got all these butterflies, you love this person and man, your eating patterns change and you, you just, you can't be away from them and all that stuff. And then after you get married, yeah. everybody, everybody knows that you, you know, you start getting used to each other, things kind of calm down. Um, but the important thing to know about this is that that love evolves. And I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. I want you to understand exactly what I'm saying is, but like me and my wife's love now has turned into something even better than it was before. Like yeah. that's my A1. She got my back. Yeah. I got her back. It's me against, it's me and her against the world. Yeah. You know, if I back's against the wall, me and her coming out swinging. You right. know? So it, it's love, you can look at love as so many different angles, especially from a father's standpoint, we can look at it from so many different angles. Yeah, and, you, and your son, he's gonna see that love and that, that's the type of love that he's gonna want with his spouse when he grows up. And so it's, it's modeling that behavior, you know? It's so, you showing him the love that you have for, for, for his mother and and then you're modeling that same behavior with people that you interact with. And he's seeing you interact with these people who may be unlovable. And he's, you're setting the example is what you're doing. Exactly. You're setting the example. And I've seen. And as fathers, and as fathers, that's what we need to do. Yeah. As fathers, that's what we need to do. We need to set the tone. We need to go out and lead as we're supposed to do. And I've seen this from my dad, you know, for years and years, I've seen where, you know, people may have wronged him and then he showed them love, didn't change toward them. And it always works out for your benefit. So with that being said, I feel like that our houses that we live in, our castles are a place where we are supposed to teach love to our kids. Our kids are, don't learn love when they go to school. They don't learn love from their friends in the neighborhood. They learn love in the house. That's right. And you're the first teachers. So mom and dad are my first teachers of love. Seeing how they treat each other, that's how I'm gonna treat my wife when I get older. So, it's, it's hard and it makes it harder for kids when they can't see that example of love. What, what is your advice for if you don't see that example for love? How, how do you find out how to love and what love looks like? Say, so repeat that question again, bro. I said, what if you don't have those examples of love at home? How do you learn love and learn what love looks like. You talking about from the standpoint of the kid? Yeah. Wow, that's 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 really tough. You know, it's it's one of those things where 
I don't know how the kid is going to be able to find love it, because a lot of times what you do, what kids may do, and you see it up into adulthood, they they go out searching for love in all the wrong places. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. But as a parent, even if if you if you and the 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 mother don't get along, even mm -hmm. if you and the mother aren't married, dads. I, I don't get me wrong. I know it's tough, bros. I know. Yeah. I know it can be tough sometimes with these, you know, with the with the baby mama dramas, as people refer to it as yeah, and all that. It, it is what I it get is. It. Yeah, it is what it is, right? But we got to take the higher road sometimes. And I know some of these women may make it. And I'm not bashing on women. Don't get me wrong, you know, because yeah. sometimes, you know, I've, I've seen certain situations and the, the, the dads may not be up to par where they need to be. Oh, it's on both sides. And yeah. Yeah, it's on both sides, right? But, you know, you you got to love, you know, mothers, you know, you if if you're doing it and and, and it's the dad that's that's out there the one not showing the love, you got to continue to set set that example for that kid. Yeah. That hey, love. You have to love. At the at, to me at the end of the day, that's what we need to teach our kids. Love conquers all. That love conquers all. It, it, it really does. And, and really I guess does. what what you can do, and I feel like that that responsibility, again, falls on fathers as well as mothers to teach those kids how to love and what love looks like. So that that energy needs to be deposited in those kids. Kids that are in that situation, it's up to the parents. It's up to the parents. And we're talking about dads. Dads. Whenever you have the opportunity to love on your daughters, whenever you have an opportunity to love on your sons, do that. It's nothing wrong. And, and I know like in society all the time, I don't know, man. Some people don't tell their kids that they love them, but your kids are never too old to hear, I love you. I tell yeah. my son that every opportunity I get because he needs to know that he's loved here. So like going back to your point, he doesn't go out into the street looking for love because yeah. you're not going to find it. You, In all the wrong find, places. You're going to find fake love. Right. You're going to find impossible you find that, Yeah, you're going to find that butterfly love that's, that's you know, <laughs> not necessarily real all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things, you know, you, you talked about, you just said something that just kind of made me made me think about something. I often will. I grew up in a household where my mother would always tell me that she loved me, mm -hmm. and we were huggers. Yeah. Okay. And we would always give each other hugs, and you know, me, my mom, my sister, you know, all that. You know, that's that's how we how we did it, right? And so. Sometimes as dads, you know, you may get, you know, it, cause it's, I'm gonna say this too. So yeah. we, 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 Be real. sometimes we have like roles yeah. in the household yeah. and oftentimes dads may see it as the mother's job to be the lovey dovey one. Yeah. And I have to be the one that is, you know, straighten up. You know, yeah, so yeah. sometimes that happens. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for, for me, one of the things that 
that I still try to make sure I do with my kids is, you know, give them hugs, tell them, hey, you know, I'll tell my son, I say, hey, son, you're the best son in the whole wide world. I know that's right. I'll, I'll, I'll go up to him and, you know, that he'll just smile or whatever. He'll be like, thanks, dad. You know, <laughs> look, <laughs> and I know like, even though you don't clean up your world. room like I told yeah. you to, you still the best. Yeah, yeah. Or after I've just got to discipline him, I've like I've I've told him, hey, look, you know, I'm taking the phone away, I'm taking the iPad away. Yeah. And then he gets ready to walk off, and I'm like, hey, come here, you're the best son in the whole wide world. And then you know, sometimes depending on how mad he is, he may say it back, or he may not. <laughs> you're the best son in the whole wide world. You know, so it's it's so funny, but you know, yeah. I have to do that. I have to tell him like, hey, you know. Even though I have to do this to to show this discipline towards you right now, yeah. I still love you. Yeah, you know, that's good I still stuff, love man. you. That's good. I, stuff, I tell man. my daughter, you know, hey, AJ, you the best daughter in the whole wide world. You yeah. know, I love you. You are so great, and I'll just name off all the things I say. I'm so proud of you and all the things that you're accomplishing in your life right now. And you have, they have to hear that. You yeah. have to give them that. And don't be ashamed. No. Tell your kids that, man. It's not like that. Just because you give them compliments and stuff, that doesn't mean that they're not going to achieve all the goals that they want to achieve or you want them to achieve in life. Like right. That's going to help them more because I got my pop behind me, my dad behind me, you know? Right. So right. That, that's good stuff, man. But I think we do. We get caught into that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We do. And you'll notice too, like a lot of times, and you know, you'll you'll hear sometimes you'll hear your kids bragging on you, and that that makes you feel good, you know. Yeah. And so that that's one of those things to where I know they wouldn't be saying that if I weren't showing them the love. Oh, kids it, gonna be honest. Oh, yeah. oh, for they sure, for sure, <laughs> for sure. So yeah. it's 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 dope to see, man. It really is to 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 raise these these raising from infants to to adulthood is is so so interesting to see how they get their personalities but it starts with love you yeah. have to love them and you have to show them love so that they go out and love other people good good, good, good. So we're here with the axe dad segment of the podcast and today okay. mario i have a question for you all right mario e I saw that you were just talking about disciplining your son. And that made my mind go back to a few years ago. You guys were living in Ohio. And uh-huh. my wife and I, we came up to visit you all. And we had put in our plans that we were going to go see LeBron James play. That was the year that they won the um, NBA championship. It sure we was. Went up there and we had great seats. Only yep. to get up there for LeBron to say he was going to take a rest day on that night. Yeah, we went to the Good game. EMP. <laughs> we still had we still had fun. I think we got to see James Harden play. I think Dwight yeah. was still with the Rockets at that point. Um, yeah, and then Kyrie was that there. Was a good Kevin game. Love was there. It was a good game. I, I mean, oh, that we, was a good game. We got a lot of respect for um, Harden at the end of that game. I mean, he turned it on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So I remember it just interacting with the other fans. That was funny too. That's a whole other story. Oh, that yeah, was so yeah. funny. We'll tell, we'll tell that, that story so another day. <laughs> yeah. <But laughs> we got back to your house and we were all hanging out. And you know, you know, Izzy's my godson. So I was wanting to spend a lot of time with him while I was up there. 
And yeah, Izzy has a lot of energy. You know, he a lot. Yeah, he he takes a lot. He takes the attention of the room when he comes in, and that's a good thing. Yeah. But as we all know, kids are gonna be kids, and sometimes our kids just do too much. And at this right. point, Izzy had got to the point where he was just doing too much. And I think right. you warned him a few times, settle down, settle down. And then Mario <laughs> E, ladies and gentlemen, put his foot down. And he told <laughs> my godson to go to his room. And this child was heartbroken from this decision. He went to his room. He was very sad. Like I remember him being in there and he cried and, you know, he was just heartbroken, just like any other kids being sent to their room. And that point, I realized that Mario's voice holds some weight in this house. So I had never seen this out of Mario because he's my friend. We're hanging out. We're joking. We're having fun. But this was a serious moment <laughs> that I'd never seen him in that role before. And my question to you, Mario, is our father's always the default disciplinarian yes my opinion just like i told you before mothers are tend to be seen they tend to be seen as the the loving one the comforter the the one that you know just gonna give all the hugs and things like that and for for me that's that's what i've seen right and what i've experienced i know for for me in my household and it for me Yes, I feel like I'm I have to be the bad guy a lot of times. I I told my wife plenty of times. I'm yeah. like, look, why do you why do you always get to be the good guy? Why is it they can always they always get to come to mama to to do all the fun stuff? Mm. But when it's time to to do the discipline, wait till your daddy get home, or I'm gonna tell uh -huh. your daddy. And it's just like, come on, you make it be yeah. be the bad guy. I, I like to love sometimes too. I you like know to have fun. <laughs> So yeah, for me that that's what uh, that's what I've experienced. I I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, ninety nine point nine nine percent of the time, yes, I feel like I am the disciplinarian. That doesn't mean that my wife hasn't disciplined or she doesn't. Yeah, that's a whole other issue because I think sometimes she can be too soft. But that's my opinion. That's between her and I, and yeah. we voice those opinions to each other. But yes, yeah. I feel like that the dads tend to be the, the disciplinarian, the default disciplinarian in the household. Yeah, or, or I guess we could use primary, primary um, disciplinarian as well. Right. And, right, and I feel the same way. And that's why I really wanted to pose this question so we could get some of the viewers to take this and leave their comments and see how they feel about it. Because right. to, just to me, it's hands down. Jonah will show his behind with his mama. And when I step foot in the door or the room or I start coming up the steps, he switch. Yeah. Because he know what come with it. You know, when I say something, he know what come with it, you know? And it's just, it's just crazy to me, like how she can say the same thing I'm saying and then when I speak, he moves. 
Right. And I've seen that like, I've seen that like with my brother and his boys, you know, um, like I guess with my mom and dad, you know, I, I respected both of them. Like I, I didn't play with both of them, but I guess like you said, like, I guess if you're going to try somebody, you probably try your mama first. Cause your daddy, <laughs> cause yeah. your daddy, you know, yeah, coming with it. But I wanted to, I wanted to ask this question because I really want to see if somebody else, maybe their situation is flipped a little differently. But I've even, right. I've even seen in some cases where mom and dad weren't in the same house, and like mom would say, "I'm gonna tell your daddy," and when you go to your daddy's house, he's gonna get you. I've heard that being right. said. So I would I want to know both sides. I want to know, you know, if both parents in the house, if you know, if both parents are not in the house, I want to kind of know the dynamic of that. Is it still the dad is primary disciplinarian? Um mm -hmm. it's just it's funny, man. It's funny. And everybody has yeah, you know, their own way of how they handle their household. That's right. That's right. Now I, I have seen women and mothers you know, where they're the, the main disciplinarian. Yeah, it's it's been like, whoa. When, when, yes. when, yeah. yeah. And you know- <laughs> I've seen like, those too, but for me, just- I, I've seen grown men, bro, that like will not, will not come at mama to this day because mama gonna take them down. Right, right. right. Oh yeah. You know, I really I've didn't have those issues of like bucking up at my mom or my dad or anything. I just won't wire it like that. But I've known kids that that did stuff like that and like their mama took them down. And still right. to this day, we'll take them down. Yeah. I've, I've seen Thank you for listening to the Dad Rules like Podcast yeah. with your host, yeah. Mario E. and Kid. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Breaker, and Player FM. Till next time.